This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Hope is a most wonderful thing, and it's something which I think is foundational to success, because without hope, we can lose track of our goals, our dreams, our ambitions. We won't be able to accomplish everything that we want to accomplish without hope. There are many definitions for the word hope. Some call it trust. Some call it expectation uh, or anticipation. Some ascribe a degree of certainty to hope, while others would define it more as an ambiguous sort of feeling of, uh, of positivity, a positive mood state is how it has also been defined. And so as I was looking up some of the various definitions of hope and doing a little bit of research for this podcast, it was very interesting to me how varied this uh, the definition for this word really is. So to one person, I think hope can mean one thing, and to another, perhaps it can mean something um, altogether uh, quite different. There's a song that I heard many years ago that has stuck in my mind, and it says, hope is not giving up. Hope is not giving up. In the cold, dark night, she's not given. She's not giving up. Um, that has stuck with me. It's a song by Remedy Drive. And um, it's a song that I've often turned back to when I have been down. And, you know, we all reach those times, don't we? We all reach those moments where we lose hope or we lose faith. We lose sight of where we really want to go. Or perhaps we just lose that trust or that confidence or that anticipation that we can actually go there, that we can actually achieve the things that we desire. Hope keeps us going. Hope keeps our dreams alive when reason and really everything else, circumstances, when the advice of friends and loved ones seems to turn against us and seems to turn against our dream. Hope is not giving up. In the cold, dark night, hope is not giving up. And I want to encourage you today, because again, I think hope is critical to your success, to not be discouraged or disheartened, but to maintain your sense of hope. There was a time in my life when I honestly thought hope was a foolish thing. I thought, how foolish to anticipate or to expect or even just to desire positive things to happen in your life because we don't know what's going to happen and we can't control all circumstances. So really, it's just illusory. It's just you fooling yourself in, into believing um, something's going to happen when in fact we don't know what's going to happen. A meteor could strike the earth tomorrow, right? And we could all be gone. And while that's true, I find it's a, an overly pessimistic, perhaps a cynical uh, view entirely. I think the truth is that we have to maintain balance, but that hope should be a part of our healthy diet, so to speak. Emotionally, I think hope does tremendous good. It gives us something to look forward to. It gives us a direction, a confidence, and a courage. And courage is something that we all need. And hope can provide that for us. When we have hope, we're willing to stick our neck out there. When we have a sense of hope, then we're willing to go out and to work hard and to sacrifice, even if it doesn't make sense in the physical or in the natural. 
When we have hope, we uh, not only are able to sustain uh, and maintain consistent activity towards our dreams, but we're able to maintain a mental state and a mood state, which I think is fertile ground for uh, the timely sprouting of our dreams. And I think that that key there, you know, that it, it being timely, that's that's so important. I just want to say, you know, we can accomplish great things um, in a short amount of time, in a long amount of time, and it's it's different for everyone. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that if we maintain our hope, we are more likely, I believe, to accomplish our dreams in a timely manner, in an appropriate time frame. We might delay our success without hope because we're just working, plodding through the motions. We might even just be resigned to our fate, so to speak, or just resigned to this activity, never really believing or desiring or anticipating success, but simply going through the motions. And that may get it done. That may You may actually achieve what you want to achieve in that way. But all the while, if you've given, you know, a, a year or two years or five years or more of your life to a cause without hope, even if you accomplish that success, I think with hope you would have accomplished it in a much more timely manner. I think you would have accomplished it much faster. But regardless of that fact or that perspective, I should say, it's not a fact, it's my opinion. Regardless of that, I also think that, you know, even if we didn't accomplish our our goals, um, faster, more quickly with hope. Look at the time that we spend achieving those goals and just think how hope could have put us in a whole new mindset, could could have given us a whole new perspective. So where we maybe spent three years trudging through with a, you know, negative feelings, negative emotions, resignation, with hope, we spend those three years, even if it takes us those same three years, we spend those three years in a positive mood state. And, you know, scientific research is continuing to look into how our emotions shape us, how they affect us, what they do to us physiologically. And it seems that negative mood states are just really bad for you. They can increase your blood pressure. They increase your risk for uh, chronic diseases, you know, managing your stress and your anxiety, those negative sort of feelings and emotions, they have all sorts of negative correlations. And there may not be causality established, okay? But there are so many correlations between those negative mood states, those negative feelings and emotions and poor health. And I, you know, I think that's fascinating. I think that shows this is what's been sort of, you know, shared um, for a very long time is that, you know, it's good medicine to laugh, to be happy. And I think to have hope. Um, without hope, I think there's a sort of death that occurs in our innermost being. If we're living a life without any hope, if we're just born into a meaningless, purposeless void, and we die a meaningless, purposeless death after living a meaningless and purposeless life with no hope, no anticipation, with uh, no, you know, positivity looking into the future, then I think that's a very sad state. I think that's a very sad scenario. And instead, I think hope 
is naturally good for us. And I also believe, and perhaps I'm, I'm, I'm reaching here a bit too far, but I also believe that hope is integral to our overall, um, shall we say, um, humanity. I think that hope is a part of who we are as humans. It's ingrained in us. And I think that we are uh, living at our best when we're expressing it rather than suppressing it. And I, again, I'm just speaking from experience here and not trying to place anything on anyone else. But I, I did live, I would say, at least a year or two and maybe closer to three years of my life when I was really struggling with anxiety and panic attacks. I lived a good portion of, of those years and that time without any hope. I had no hope or direction. I had no anticip anticipation or positive expectation for the future. It was just holding on and trying to get through the day, and it was miserable. But there's this thing in us, and, and I don't know why, but there's this thing called hope that I think lives inside every human heart, and it's waiting to be kindled. It's waiting to be set aflame. And I don't know why that is. You know, you, you may have your own personal philosophy or religious or spiritual beliefs, but to me, there's just something integral about hope to the human condition. And that's why I say, as I started off today's podcast, that's why I think hope is integral to your success. Without hope, your success will be hindered in one way or another. And so if we're looking to live our next level life, I think it has to be a life filled with hope, with anticipation and with confidence and trust in the future and what's coming our way. So if you've been maybe a little bit down, maybe you've been a lot down lately, just know that there are others out there who have been through what you're going through, who have struggled through similar or, or perhaps the same struggles as, as you're currently going through, and know that it ends, right? This too shall pass. And I encourage you to look for something, anything in your life that you can really hold on to with hope, with confidence, with trust, something in your life that gives you a positive expectation for the future. Find that little thing that sliver of a silver lining and hold on to it. Set that flame in your innermost being. Set that wick, I suppose. Set that candle. Set it ablaze. Renew it. Light a small spark by just looking for one little sliver of something that can give you hope and then ignite that and watch it burn. Watch as you feel the warmth wash over you and you begin to think of your life in a positive way where maybe you've been really struggling and you've been tempted to only think of the negative things and how things have gone wrong and how things are going to go wrong. And perhaps you're struggling with, you know, some sort of chronic ailment, or maybe you're dealing with grief right now. You've lost a loved one or loved ones. Maybe you're just completely directionless right now. You've gone through a divorce or uh, maybe you've lost your job and, you know, whatever the circumstance may be, you just feel lost right now. You don't feel any sense of meaning or purpose and you certainly haven't had hope in your life. I encourage you, look for that little sliver, whatever it is, and use it to reignite hope within yourself. 
And if you're really, and I understand this because I've been there, if you're at a place where you say, I want to do that, but I don't know how to do that. I've been there. I want to tell you that. I've honestly been there. You know, when you want to feel better, but you don't know how to feel better. Going through some periods of depression in my own life, I can tell you, I I get it, I understand. And sometimes the best that we can do is to hit our knees. And if we believe in God, to pray to God. And if we believe in the universe, to send out a message into the universe. And if we believe in people, to find somebody, a mentor, a loved one, that we can send an SOS out to, but to cry out for help and to say, I'm looking for hope. And I don't know where to find it, but I'm looking for hope. And then continue the search. And I do believe, I do believe that if you'll search for hope, you will find it. I want to leave you with a, a story about this, sort of just a, uh, just a silly story about a man who um, had lost all hope and vision and meaning and purpose in his life. He was at that critical point about midlife. And um, in his village, there was a man known as the great teacher. He was simply known as the great teacher. And he was supposed to have all the answers. So this man, he, he went to the, the great teacher and he said, you know, I have these questions. Does my life have any meaning or purpose? I'm looking for hope. I'm looking for meaning. I'm looking for something. He said, I hear you have all the answers. Can you give me some? The great teacher said, go and find me a scorpion. (laughs) And the man was like, what on earth are you talking about? He said, I don't know the first thing about scorpions. I haven't even seen any scorpions around here. I don't know that there are any scorpions. What do you mean you want me to bring you a scorpion? This is ridiculous. The great teacher said, bring me a scorpion. So the man went out a little bit half-hearted and he looked around in his village and He didn't see any scorpions. He didn't think he had ever seen any scorpions. He searched around half-heartedly for the rest of the day, and then he went back to the great teacher that night. He said, I looked and I looked and I couldn't find any scorpions. And the great teacher said, if you want the answer to your question, then find me a scorpion. Bring me a scorpion. And the man was kind of disgusted. He left. And he spent a few days wandering around a little more purposefully, looking in a few nooks and crannies and other places. But again, he kept thinking to himself, I don't know the first thing about where scorpions are. I haven't seen any scorpions. How am I supposed to find one? He went back to the great teacher after these few days of seeking. And he wanted the answer. The great teacher simply said, you must find a scorpion. The man thought, this is absolute lunacy. I don't know what this guy is talking about. So, uh, nevertheless, though, he really believed in the great teacher. He wanted those answers. And so, he went out. And this time, he went out and he searched. And he searched and he searched. It consumed him. The search for a scorpion became his meaning and purpose for life and for for existence. And he went out and he, he spent all of his time, effort, and energy. He looked in every nook and cranny and crevice, everywhere he could. He even went out into the desert and he started flipping over every stone that he could find looking for a scorpion. And one day he was out in the desert. He was flipping over stones. And he flipped over a stone and sure enough, on the underside was a scorpion. Well, you can imagine the man ran back into his village. He was just absolutely hysterical. He was shouting and screaming, I found a scorpion, I found a scorpion. He ran to the great teacher. He presented it to him. He said, here, I have found a scorpion. After this many weeks of searching, I've done what you've asked. Now give me your answer. And the great teacher said, it's very simple. What you search for with all your heart and with all your strength is usually what you find. 
And in the same way that this man had put all of his effort and energy into finding that scorpion, the great teacher said simply, keep looking, keep searching, and you will find the answer to your question. You see, I like this story because it doesn't quite end the way that I thought it would when I was hearing it. You see, when I heard this story, I thought, oh, well, the great teacher tricked this man into having meaning and having purpose. He made this man's meaning and purpose to find a scorpion. And I suppose you could take it there to a certain extent. But the moral of the tale is really that you tend to find what you look for. Now, notice there's no guarantees there, but you tend to find what you look for. If you're looking for the slivers of hope in your life, guess what you're probably going to find? If you're looking for everything that's gone wrong in your life, guess what you're likely to find? You've probably heard, um, you know, the, uh, the psychological phenomenon, you know, when you get a new car, right? When you get a new car, then you start seeing that car everywhere. You know, you didn't notice Toyota Camrys until you got a Toyota Camry. And now when you're driving down the road, you're like, there's a Camry, there's a Camry, there's a Camry. And is that magic? You know, did those Toyota Camrys just appear? They didn't used to be there and now they are? Of course not. It was that you didn't notice them, right? So what you're seeking after, if you seek after it with all your strength, with all your heart, that's usually what you're going to find. If you're seeking a reason to have hope today, I just encourage you to keep seeking because you're probably going to find it. As always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't yet subscribed to the Dude Fuel podcast, I hope you'll consider doing that today. And also consider sharing an episode that you love with someone that you love. I'm Cody Ray Miller. Hey, thanks again for listening. I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.